This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk money laundering in this province. Now, this morning in Maple Ridge, we heard Prime Minister Justin Trudeau say he thinks his government is tackling money laundering. Out here on the West Coast, though, we say it sounds like it's too little, too late. Where was the federal government when money laundering was causing so many problems? Like, what, three, four years ago, we were talking about it constantly. Well, we're learning more and more about that, actually. Sam Cooper, the Global News investigative journalist, has been investigating this for the last few years. He has a new development now that he's joining us to talk more about. Sam, thank you for being here. Yes, thanks, Simi. Okay, so tell me about this latest story. We're talking about how the Canadian government didn't know that money laundering was going on. Did they know? Well, that's right. Uh, I got new information through law enforcement sources in the United States. They've been watching our developments in Vancouver and Toronto quite closely. And to them, it's not a surprise that we have these giant professional money laundering networks that are involved with gangs from around the world. They're saying that uh, they were watching this activity with a number of groups in uh, Colombia. That's where the cartels are very active and Mexico. Back in the early 2000s, they started to notice that a terrorist uh, organization known as Hezbollah from the Middle East had a what's called a basically a narco-terrorist business unit that was in Colombia and working with some of these notorious cartels and offering professional money laundering services around the world. And what it entailed, basically, was they were using agents in Canadian cities and uh, and uh, commanding them to move cash and drugs in and out of these cities. And for those following what we've been reporting on in, Va- in Vancouver, it's very familiar. The, uh, you'd have cash dumped in these underground banks. Professionals would move it around the world. And this is what makes uh, money and drugs flow around the world and money get laundered into real estate. So you're saying that 10 years ago, more so, that the Canadian officials, RCMP, were told about this? Yes, specifically about these professional money laundering networks. They're very sophisticated, and the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration came up to Ottawa. They had evidence, they had phone taps, they had uh, police information from Colombia, and our sources tell us they made presentations to the RCMP and said, hey, look, Canada is a very serious money laundering hub for these international criminals. We can provide you with this evidence. We'd like to partner on investigations. And according to our sources, the RCMP was not interested. They essentially said this evidence is difficult to get through our Canadian court systems. Sources uh, could get exposed. Basically, uh, we're told they said not interested And so this is very upsetting to some people in the United States uh, policing world that feel like Canada missed an early opportunity and the the consequences are coming back on us now. No kidding. The DEA officials must have been shocked that you go and tell these people this and they're not interested. I can almost picture the meeting and the way it's described to me. They had uh, case evidence. They had tapes, uh, voice recordings. Uh, undercover agents that were working on the case, they laid it out and said, look, we have agents for Hezbollah in Halifax, uh, down in Windsor, near the Detroit border, Calgary, Vancouver, now we know Toronto. And they explained it and said, can you can you get wiretaps going on these Canadian agents? And essentially, we're told that we can't do it, too difficult. 
Wow. What has been the reaction, Sam, from the RCMP when you asked them about this? Well, I've been looking for answers from the RCMP uh, on these investigations for a few months, and most specifically about this reported meeting very recently. Uh, The RCMP, um, to put it plainly, they haven't given any information back, essentially. They made a statement saying that we cannot, for privacy and operational reasons, uh, respond to this criticism. And I, I really don't think they're happy with the criticism. But, but look, this is a public safety issue in Canada now. We now have Canada's government saying we need to get a money laundering task force going. But hey, Australia responded to this exact same evidence and got a task force going years earlier. Right. So essentially, we turned a blind eye to this. And now we see the proliferation of what was happening here. And it seems like from your reporting in particular, Sam, every step of the way, law enforcement turned a blind eye. So is that something we also need to talk about, perhaps, in a public inquiry? Absolutely. That's um, that's one of the issues, whether it's people in BC's government or the BC Lottery Corporation that maybe allegedly turned a blind eye for certain reasons. Uh, Canadian police, possibly in Ottawa, uh, in fairness to them, maybe we can say that Canada's privacy laws and anti-money laundering laws make it quite difficult to prosecute this case. So why would you want to tackle something and get a defense lawyer bat, uh, bat it right back at you with a failed case? That, so those are possible reasons. But I have to tell you, Simi, that when I talk to some well-sourced um, people in Ottawa, yeah. they say at some level corruption has to have occurred in Canada's system in some places for crime to get such a foothold. And I think that's essential that we look at that in British Columbia. That's what I was wondering, too, because you wonder at some point, doesn't somebody speak up and say something? Doesn't somebody go public? Doesn't somebody say this is outrageous what is happening? And yet we didn't see anything like that. Well, for many years, we didn't. Uh, in In the past year, we have seen certain people uh, came came forward to me and when you say, why don't they come forward, I can give you an answer. Uh, I can tell you that it appears that some Canadian authorities are, are slamming down very harshly on whistleblowers. And that raises big concerns for me because I think some whistleblowers, you can always question people's motives, but some people want Canada's uh, law enforcement system to start paying attention to this. And they believed it wasn't. So some people have have stuck their necks out and their necks have been uh, their necks have been chopped. Wow. And also, I find it interesting that it uh, sounds like a lot of these higher ups as well blame the judicial system that, oh, we can't get this case through the courts. Oh, this isn't going to work for us. Why wasn't anybody lobbying then for those changes saying we have a problem and we need to fix it? Well, that, I mean, uh, we're thinking along the same lines on that one. We've got a problem. We see case after case that either gets batted back or or the prosecutors don't even want to try it anymore because they're saying Canada's privacy laws are an inhibition to us. So, yes, why weren't there high-level hearings in Ottawa saying we've got a problem? Do we need a workaround within Canada's laws or do we need to amend laws? And so I think we've seen the problem become so serious that maybe we're, we're there now, but we should have been there years ago questioning it. Right. Essentially, nobody has been advocating at the highest levels in Canada for us to tackle money laundering. Do you think that's fair? Absolutely fair. And I think uh, for either in fair, I mean, the, the, the best we can say is people were asleep at the wheel. The worst we can say is that, as I've heard, some people in government have said too many people making too much money. Oh, that is so true. And we so is it just BC and Ontario we're talking about here? Would you say, Sam? 
from what I've seen so far, these professional money laundering networks with very deep connections, we can point to uh, the Middle East, uh, China, uh, Latin America. That those seems to that that's the triangle where the criminals are working together here. Vancouver, very strong. Toronto and Montreal, and also Windsor, Ontario. Those are those are um, I'd say areas that pop up as being strong in these international networks. But I've heard information that this uh, the BC casino money laundering network police were seeing cash collected as far out as the prairies. So it seems to work from west to east and then from east to west with different networks. Do we think that these networks are still at work or has the kind of spotlight put a damper on some of that? Well, uh, I absolutely believe they're, they're still at work and very strong. We know that criminals are very adaptive. They're very global and they, they're high tech. We know the fentanyl is still coming in to British Columbia without yeah. a doubt. That means that the cash has to be going somewhere. Certainly, it's not going to the same level at all through the casinos and probably not real estate right now. But it's got to be going somewhere. So that's where we need to be looking. All right. Well, Sam, thank you so much for this. Thanks, Simi. Appreciate that. Another fascinating story from Sam Cooper, a Global News investigative journalist. You can check out his latest piece on the website, globalnews.ca.